0: that yearly performance review where someone some boss tells you here's the thi- you know I remember everything you've been doing for 365 days and here's what you did right here's yeah. what you did wrong and by the way your your bonus or your raise or your promotions all all on the line here right Welcome to WorkWise, the growth mindset for wisdom at work. I'm Ken Kennard, Chief Creative Officer at Accent Interactive, and joining me is Michael Boys of Credo Consulting. In this episode, we ask if the performance appraisal is dead, or if it should be. So Mike, uh, we just talked about Judge in the last episode, and I don't, I don't know if you remember back that far, but uh, it feels like... Judge was all about judging the work, mm-hmm. having a critical eye to set the standard for what if a work is acceptable or not in mm-hmm. the creative process. Yep. And I thought it'd be fun to kind of turn the tables on you and say, what about judging workers? Yeah. Like, what about judging people in the workplace? Right. right. And I've been hearing that uh, the performance appraisal is dead. It's dead. <laughs> That, that that no, we don't do it anymore. That it's so, so something's
1: dying. What, or we what, ought not to, right? Yeah. What is up with that? What what is well, what is dead? It, yeah. Or is it dead? Well, first, let me say that uh, I remember as a kid uh, watching black and white movies in school on the Real, reel. Uh, they asked the question: Is God dead? Mm, in the seventies. Yeah, I think that might have even gone back to the sixties. Like from the videos, I'm not quite sure. Somehow he survived the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people survived the 70s. I survived the 70s. Yes, God survived the 70s. God is not dead, and neither is performance appraisal. Oh. so you headline, not buying, you're, you're not buying it. I'm not buying it, no. So it's a headline. In, well, in, I was in, kind of excited that it was dead, if it
0: was, because yeah. that yearly performance review where someone, some boss tells you, here's the thing, you know, I remember everything you've been doing for 365 days and here's what you did right. Here's what you did wrong. And by the way, your, your bonus or your raise or your promotions
1: all, all on the line here. Right. And so the new car you wanted to buy or the new house or your kid's college education, your whole entire worth. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds
0: like a very scary conversation and there's a lot going into it, a lot riding on something that's I don't know, relatively small, but important.
1: Right. So there's this long, dreaded walk to the boss's office (laughs) once a year. It's a dark hallway and there. The door creaks, and you see this person you hardly ever see, and they're (laughs) going to render a judgment on you, right? Right. Yeah. And, you know, Ken, it's interesting because those who are saying it's dead kind of point to that image and say, it ought to be dead. Yeah. That's why it ought to be dead right so who and who who does that who wants to take that long walk down the hallway to see a practical stranger who's going to render uh, some judgment about your worth or your value right Well, I'm not sure
0: anyone does, but specifically not the millennials. I mean, we talked about their values. They want constant feedback. They're used to playing video games and getting their score updated all the time. And they just, they feel like they always want to know how they're doing and what they can do to improve. All the feedback.
1: Yeah. And they want to work iteratively with people. Sure. And and we've talked before about how that's a great way to work because you improve through feedback and iteration. Right. So that's a great way. And those, in fact, are two of the, the reasons the critics like David Rock say it ought to be dead. Okay. It, it deserves to be in the grave. And so that's why, but it's not. It's not dead. So I think really to have a good conversation about, is it dead? Should it be dead? Um, we ought to go back and kind of define what it is, right? What performance management or performance appraisal is, right? Sure. So, so performance appraisal is one ele- element in a performance management cycle, Right. And so the cycle begins, you know, in the way these systems are designed, with saying, it's a new year. You're going to be doing new things this year. Uh, And let's be clear about what's expected of you this year. And so we've broken down, you know, this job you do into kind of uh, performance areas, communication decision-making, organization, planning, collaboration, whatever that job entails. And we've defined that in certain ways that, that directly relate to your job and what we need from you, right? Uh, and we know they relate directly to you because we've done all this analysis and this work and job analysis studies, right, and determined that. And so we're gonna judge what you do. And by the way, we probably have some goals for things you want to accomplish, measurable things. Gonna get this project done by this time, or whatever it is. Do this. So many reports this year. You know, have customer satisfaction ratings. You know, so you have this behavioral stuff alongside quantitative stuff, right? And we're gonna be you know looking at your performance all year long. And I want you to be looking at your performance. Here's the criteria I want you to use. And we're gonna touch base all the time about this. We're going to have quarterly reviews or half year reviews, but we're also going to have conversations about it all the time. So by the time we get to the performance appraisal at the end of the cycle, nothing's a surprise, right? Um, And then we're going to use that final rating in some of our decisions about you and the organization. So for you, we're going to look and say, oh, is this person ready for promotion? How do we develop this person's skills? along the way Uh, what kind of career might they want to go into or how can i how can i get you into the career that you want to you want to get into and and if i'm going to give raises I, i probably want to give them to the people who are performing the best so how much of that pot of money i have for raises should go to you so this final rating is going to support all those decisions but it's not going to be a surprise because our standards have been clear we've had many conversations about it and it's just going to be putting a cap on a bottle full of conversations we've had all year long
0: it sounds like a lot of work goes into that because you've done a lot of defining and prescribing and
1: analysis right is that what people do well so a few companies do that right so um, engineers design cars artists make their work they put a lot of work into it right Uh, and people design things for a function for to do something what i find is that very often they aren't doing their homework, right? So, so managers haven't sat down and broken down performance. They haven't had their Monday morning meeting after the after the football game to break it down, and then or their Tuesday morning meeting to define what has to happen for the next week's game. They haven't done that, and so because they haven't done that, they're on really wishy washy ground. To be giving feedback and judging it because I, I haven't defined it. I haven't, and if I haven't def, I haven't defined it, I can't communicate it and I can't tell you whether this is poor, good, or fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm not giving that feedback. I'm I'm getting anxious because I'm not getting what I want or as good as I want, but I'm in no I'm in no position to give feedback. So I avoid it. And I get more and more anxious, and right. then I stop communicating because I'm getting anxious. So
0: you've kind of described the ideal, the way it was supposed to work, right? And you're saying people are getting rid of that, or they they at least want to change it,
1: right? What are the
0: What's the new? What What are people recommending now? Right. Are there any experts that say here's right. a good way to do right. it given our new world?
1: Yeah. So the new. So the new acknowledges a, a few things. One is that they acknowledge that. There often is this long walk down the hallway, mm-hmm. um, and they want to, st- and people avoid that, yeah, because they're going to be judged, sure. And so they say, well, let's get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Let's have just have frequent check-ins, yeah. In fact, work is more um, dynamic these days, and people are doing a lot of project work and design work, things where collaboration is needed, things that come and go, and what's needed for this project might not be what's needed for this project. And I'm going to put you on projects where your your talents will be used, yeah, as opposed to where you're weak. And so they're saying, let's design performance appraisal for project based stuff that's more fluid, where collaboration is needed, and give feedback all the time,
0: early and often,
1: early and often, yep, right. Which is great and it's not contrary to the system we just described <laughs> right What is different though is truthfully in the past um, people didn't switch from projects to projects to projects as much as they do now yeah. work is tends to be more project oriented because we move at a faster pace uh, work is more fluid and we're not really in a stable environment we're all doing problem solving and creativity now
0: well that's what I was thinking you know work used to be a little more routine perhaps and now it's more creative so you talk about a standard what's the standard for creativity I mean how do you know when you hit that you know a lot of times some of these things are a little bit more subjective yeah uh, when it comes to like, how great is your communication right. skills? Right. How great is your design, uh, right. you know, work? Uh, so I'm wondering if, if that's playing into this resistance to the right. performance appraisal too, it's not when you're on assembly line, how many things did you get done in an hour? Right. So right. how much is that playing into the people and how can we adjust an appraisal yeah. system for the fact that work is not
1: only more fluid, right. but it's a little bit more abstract. Yeah. Well, it's a real simple jump or not even a jump. It's a step. What do do you and I do when we have a new client? We sit them down and talk with them about what they're looking for. What do they want? What's success going to look like? How are we going to get there? Right? And so you define it by project. Right? And so then you have this, you have a, a, a standard and some ideal expectations for what you need to do on this project. And that becomes the basis. Yeah. Right? And that helps with that transition with... Making that fluid, and that 's not really contrary to the old systems at all at all in fact they would they would recommend that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, so uh, i don 't see the need to throw it out yeah. right um, The new systems would you know often they um, some of them are are saying maybe we got to change the question, maybe we shouldn 't break down performance into behaviors. Uh, maybe we shouldn't break them down into goals. Maybe we should just um, ask different questions. And so, in fact, one of the one of the proponents of this kind of system is Deloitte, where Marcus Buckingham, I think, is now. In 2015, they wrote an article on HBR, and he kind of showed us what they were asking now. And they would ask team members and pro- – well, Project leaders that people were on, mm-hmm. on each project they're on, they ask them four questions. One is given what I know of this person's performance, and if it were my money, I would award this person the highest possible compensation increase and in bonus. They rate them on that from strongly agree to strongly disagree. It's a rating, notice, mm-hmm. they're still getting a rating. Um, another question is given what I know of this person's performance, I would always want him or her on my team, which sounds like teamwork, getting along with others. Sure. Right? Um, the next question is, this person is at risk for low performance, right? And the last one is, this person is ready for a promotion today, yes or no, hmm. right? And so they're kind of, instead of, they say, looking back, they're looking forward. Mm-hmm. It's a different way to do it. Um, and they think it's working for them. There are some questions with this, though, right? So, how do you develop a person based on that kind of feedback, right? Yeah. One of the, one of the functions of performance appraisal and, and the feedback process is that you're helping a person learn and grow forward. Yeah. And, well, how did this person judge my potential, my performance, when they said, you know, would you give the money? Well, would they would they do that on? I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not I, transparent. Yeah, what could I do better? I I don't know.
1: Right, and is it just this is person's idiosyncratic ratings because that counts for a lot in ratings. Like you know, some of what we rate people on is not performance. It's just how, how I how I view. If I'm a detailed person, it's really important. If you're a flexible person, flexibility is really important. Yeah. <laughs> so it allows that stuff to come out even stronger yeah. than if you had a specific rating scale for judging details and one for flexibility, right? right. So it emerges. And so it's not very transparent and it allows for uh, some unfairness to get in there. Um, and then how do you, you know, ultimately how do you reconcile these things you still have ratings who reconciles it which comes up with a ranking system after that yeah and so that's what some people are doing Mm -hmm. but you see they say we're killing performance appraisal but we're not we're still giving feedback all the time more frequently which is always what we've said right um and we're still giving a rating in some of these systems Mm -hmm. at somewhere along the line but they tend to be less transparent and maybe yeah. less fair than you would under a well a well constructed and executed performance management system. Yeah. Right. And so we, we really the whole thing about the demise of performance appraisal is really just a headline to attract attention.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like you're critical of some of these new systems that are coming up th- in the ways you just described. Right. So I'm wondering what you think is like the essential things that are are, yeah. are, are part of a good system. Right. Like what what should people be doing?
1: Right. So I think there's there's um, five things that we should be doing in any system, and with the understanding that if we do these five things, people will use it. Because that's the, you know, if it's not used, it's of no value. And I had an old boss, Walt Schneider, who said, Mike, you know, ultimately, no matter what system it is, if people don't use it, it's no good. So you have to use it, right? So I think these are the things that really will go into people using it and being well. So first is there's a lot of analysis done. If you want to know, you have to know what performance looks like, right? So we talked to Steve Jobs. He went out and said, well, what's sleek design? What's good? What's quality? Let's study it.
0: he studied the Cuisinart as one example. Yeah, the Cuisinart,
1: right? And so the managers, the people running the company, need to study what performance actually looks like. The outcomes and the behaviors and the processes that give you the outcome you want. They have to know that system inside and out. If you want a well-designed car, car that that runs well, you study what it takes to make it. Managers, I find, are not good at doing that. They expect the car to kind of build... It's like the evolutionary approach to management. They expect it to evolve and happen as opposed to being designed. Mm -hmm. They have to figure it out, analyze it, specify it so they can get it. So... Analyze it to death, so know what it is. The second piece is um, that they, um, they have to communicate it, and they have to communicate it in every day.
0: Can right? I do the second one again?
1: Yep. The, the, the second thing is they have to uh, give feedback, right? So they have to, when a person's performing... Whatever performance level it is, they need to give feedback.
0: And you would say regular, constant feedback, right? Early and often.
1: This is a part of the work process. Yeah. Like, I always point to athletes. You know, people don't wait till Monday morning to give an athlete feedback on their performance. And they certainly don't wait for the coach to do it. Right? (laughs) They give performance feedback constantly, always good and bad. No matter what it is, it's always there. It's regular. It becomes the lang the daily language so the third thing is that the system must be fair and visible to everybody so if you've done all this analysis of what it looks like to perform right you apply that same you publish it and you apply that same standard to everybody in that same job in that same environment right Mm -hmm. so but that but you have to do some work to figure that out don't be lazy I I did some work with the Mine Safety Health Administration, where the primary job of people there, they're mine inspectors, and they had the same standards for uh, evaluating mine inspectors on the East Coast as they did the West Coast. That seems fair, until you realize that most of the mining on the East Coast, in the eastern side of, of Mississippi are coal mines and they're in close proximity to one another and they're underground. You go to the Western United States and a lot of them are mining things like silver or they are uh, surface mines and they're States and States apart. <laughs> right? So, a guy in the East coast can get th- like three done in a day. A guy on the West coast can get like one done every three days. Yeah. Because it's a different mind and they're further apart. Like different. Yeah, that's not appropriate. So you need to, you need to use some common sense. and yeah. figure out what's appropriate for the job, right? Sure. And making it fair and visible. So so and then what you need to be doing is be giving. Uh, your system should be promoting um, a situation where the boss is capable and is giving good developmental feedback to people. What do you how mean do by I, developmental feedback? How do I improve? Okay. So I'm a, it's I'm very a, concrete then. I'm a good performer now. What do I have to do to be a great performer? Yeah. I I want to grow and be a boss. I want to go over into that job. Yeah. I want to learn. So how do I get from here to there? What do I have to do, like learn and actually do yeah. to get there? Okay. Right? Um, and behavioral-based rating systems are the best way to do that. Okay. Uh, and finally, the system needs to render at some point a simplified rating for making decisions so what decisions have to be made about about a person well what you're looking at is well i want high performance in my organization so therefore what what i want to do is allocate raises and promotions and bonuses to the people who are performing the best and instead of trying to weigh 25 things in my head, I have to render some simplified ratings so I can give the the opportunities and resources to people who are doing the best. So a good job on this would make that decision a lot easier. Yeah. So for, for promotions, for pay raises, for bonuses, right? For succession planning, some simplified rating or version of that needs to come out of the process and a lot of these newer systems people are talking about are falling down in some of these areas lots of great feedback very fluid but they're not doing such a good job at the performance development and single rating for decision making
0: so it sounds like don't throw the the baby out with the bathwater here we still need some of the good things about the old system in order for this to really be effective right growing our organization
1: yeah And mostly what we need to do is be more nimble with it and ensure that we're giving feedback on a regular basis.
0: As you're talking, I'm seeing a lot of connections between this conversation about performance appraisal and the judge and the creative process, right? I mean, both involve... uh, establishing criteria for success. Both of them involve giving feedback to the artist or the worker. And they're also about making people better, like making the project better, right? They're they're really about improvement. Giving helpful directive feedback that's going
1: to make things better.
0: And I wonder even if the redirection, we talk about redirection for the judge, yeah. how the judge can take a really great idea that's not particularly well suited for this project and redirect it to some other project where that idea right. is going to really find its home. I imagine right. that with
1: people, it could be the same. You know, it's, it's really the same thing. It's really the same thing. People are producing work from who they are. Yeah. And m- work is creative. We're, pr- we're solving problems, and most work today—it's getting even more creative yeah. and more collaborative. And so, it's really the same thing, but we're we're institutionalizing it so that an organization can operate as a system and and be well oiled. Yeah, it's the, but it's we're talking the same thing.
0: Wow. So, companies are becoming more creative engines for problem solving. Try, They're mm-hmm.
1: trying to yes yeah yeah and that's one of the one of the needs is innovation yeah. is what it takes for success these days and innovation requires creativity yeah right so we're really we're really talking about the same stuff
0: yeah cool
1: there we go and it's not and it's not it, and let's not be lost on um, some of the companies that are doing that are promoting this place people like a, Adobe high tech stuff uh Juniper, um, Microsoft, mm-hmm. uh uh and, and Deloitte consulting collaboration, you know, all that. So a lot a lot of people on the cutting edge of project based intellectual creativity yeah. are pushing this. Yeah. but I think they're exaggerating the demise.
0: Yeah. It's interesting that some of the most creative companies are gonna be the ones that are most successful because they're mastering this in not only for their process, but also for their team. Right.
1: And that's what it takes. And that's yeah. why we're you know that's why we look at creativity labs is to equip people and organizations for creativity and innovation. Yeah, that's why we're here. So, what should someone do if they want to get better at this
0: and they need help? Right. on this performance appraisal stuff. What right. what, what would you recommend?
1: Well, I think they have to do what artists do and what what engineers and designers do. They have to study. Mm-hmm. They have to figure out what performance is made of mm-hmm. and what they're looking for. So they're, they're studying yeah. and the, coming up with a taste and some standards for performance that fit their company's needs. That's the first thing. The next thing they do is they just need to write it down, yeah. right, and communicate it to their folks and and ask them, how do we apply this to each job? And that's a lot of work, and it takes some help. So they can do it. Sometimes someone like me is helpful yeah. for getting that done, but they yeah. got to start with that work of analyzing it.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for bringing your judge to this party uh, with performance appraisals. And uh, it's, it's going to be fun to see what these organizations do when they get better at this.
1: And thanks for being my collaborator. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we'll see you next time. All right.
0: Thanks, everyone, for listening to WorkWise, the growth mindset for wisdom at work. And if you're listening to this and thinking, gosh, I could really use a creativity workshop and someone to help me with my team to be more creative and productive so we can innovate, why don't you head on over to creativitylabs.us and connect with us. We'd love to help you out.